Hello. Hello! Welcome to Allsley. My name's Lizzie and I'm the vicar here. And Miriam. You're Miriam and this is... I'm Mitch and you are... Diddy! Diddy, this is Lydia. And we are the Holland family and I'm the vicar of this church here. It's a joy to welcome you here. Allsley is a parish right on the edge of Coventry so you can probably hear both the traffic and the sounds of the countryside going on here and it's great to be welcoming you today. We're big on bubbles here at Allsley so I hope you're enjoying that in the background. We hope our service today is one that encourages you in your journey with Jesus. Jesus Christ is King of it. He lives his life in us for the sake of the world. Jesus is alive today. Lord in your mercy, hear our prayer. Welcome in the name of Christ. God's grace, mercy and peace be with you. Hello and welcome to our service today. It's wonderful to be with you. My name is Lizzie and I'm the vicar here at All Saints Church in Allsley. Our service today focuses on the challenge and joy of following Jesus as we think about the cost of discipleship. Love you to join in with our worship as much as you feel able to do so and Mitch here is going to be leading us in the responses, so do feel free to follow him in those verses. Be with us, Spirit of God. Nothing can separate us from your love. Breathe on us, breath of God. Fill us with your saving power. Speak in us, wisdom of God. Bring strength, healing and peace. We take a moment to be aware of the presence of God around us and within us. The Lord is here. His spirit is with us.
each week here at Alsley, we take time at the beginning of our service to reflect on our own and together where we have experienced the presence of God in the last week. I don't know about you, but for me, we can run through life so busy that we forget to take a moment to pause and be aware of where God is at work. And sometimes as we look back across the week, we can see things with hindsight that we missed in the moment. So I'd love to invite you to take a moment now. You might want to pause this service and take an extended period of time to reflect on your own or maybe chat with people you're with. You might even want to give somebody a phone call if you're on your own and have this conversation with somebody else. I invite you to have a think. Where have you experienced the presence of God this week? And what do you want to give thanks for? As we think about where God has been present in our lives and in the world over the last week, perhaps we are drawn to confession as we realise that we have not always been attentive to the Spirit of God, that we have not always noticed the presence of God. We haven't always walked in line with Jesus. The grace of God has dawned upon the world with healing for all. Let us come to him in sorrow for our sins, seeking healing and salvation. We have not always worshipped God our creator. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. We have not always followed Christ our Saviour. Christ have mercy. Christ have mercy. We have not always trusted in the Spirit our guide. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Almighty God, who in Jesus Christ has given us a kingdom that cannot be destroyed, forgive us our sins. Open our eyes to God's truth. Strengthen us to do God's will and give us the joy of his kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. See, I have set before you today life and prosperity, death and adversity. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I am commanding you today, by loving the Lord your God, walking in his ways, and observing his commandments, decrees and ordinances, then you shall live and become numerous, and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to possess. But if your heart turns away, and you do not hear, but are led astray to bow down to other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall perish and you shall not live long in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Choose life so that you are your descendants may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying him and holding fast to him. For that means life to you and length of days so that you may live in the land that the Lord swore to give you to your ancestors, to Abraham, to Isaac and to Jacob. This is the word of the Lord. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. 
Now large crowds were travelling with him, and he turned and said to them, Whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and even life itself, cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not first sit down and estimate the cost to see whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, when he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to ridicule him, saying, this fellow began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going out to wage war against another king, will not sit down first and consider whether he is able with ten thousand to oppose the one who comes against him with twenty thousand? If he cannot, then, while others is still far away, he sends a delegation and ask for the terms of peace so therefore none of you can become my disciple if you do not give up all your positions this is the word of the lord as we reflect on those words in scripture let's pray holy spirit you are so welcome we thank you for the word of God in scripture. We thank you that you speak to us afresh today and we pray that you might open our hearts and our minds to receive all that you have to say to us. Make us ready to receive you and to live more fully in your name. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I wonder if you have ever counted the cost of following Jesus for yourself. Our readings today are really challenging as Jesus asks us to do exactly that. Jesus asks us to consider if he is more important than our family, if he is more important than friends and other relationships, and if he is more important to us even than our own lives. This is tough stuff. I hope as we reflect on these passages today that we would be challenged to think about our own commitment to our faith, our own journey of discipleship, but that we might come out the other side more inspired, more encouraged and more in love with Jesus. When you are invited to think about the cost of your discipleship, I wonder how you respond to that. I know for me personally, I can all too easily join in with James and John when they were asking Jesus to be at his right hand and left hand. And he asked them, can you drink the cup that I will drink? And they automatically jumped in without thinking, say, yes, we can. I know I can so easily be in that camp where I can say, knowing Jesus is the best thing, I can give it everything. But when tough times come, when there is a cost to be counted, that question feels much harder when the reality is right in front of us. This really isn't easy. Jesus asks us in our gospel passage to consider whether he is more important to us 
than our family, whether he is more important to us than our possessions, whether he is more important to us than even our own lives. I cannot say enough today, this is not easy. It isn't easy to keep following Jesus when it costs your closest relationships. It isn't easy to keep following Jesus when it puts your life in danger. It isn't easy to keep following Jesus when it costs you everything that you own and have. The cost is high. And the question that inevitably follows is, is it worth it? Paul answers this for us saying, I regard everything as loss because of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and I regard them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. This is a powerful voice that speaks to us today. This is somebody who has lost, who has faced the cost of discipleship and yet considers everything that he has lost to be nothing compared to the joy of knowing Jesus. If we ask Paul, is it worth it? We can guarantee that he would give a resounding yes. So let's turn to our Deuteronomy reading. Our reading from Deuteronomy today speaks again of the beauty and wonder of what happens when we live faithfully. Moses here is calling the Israelites to obedience. But he says repeatedly that this is the way of life. This isn't, and I want to be clear about this, this isn't because God is transactional. God doesn't say, do X and I will give you Y. It's not like going to a shop and buying something. This is a God of relationship and transformation rather than transaction. Here, God is saying to us, I know what is best for you. I have your best interests at heart. And I want to lavish abundant, beautiful life upon you. But in order for you to have that, there are things that are good for you and things that are not good for you. And I'm asking you to live obediently to what I say. Are we able to trust the Lord that what the Lord asks of us is what is best, is the way into eternal life? Jesus says to us that he came, that we might have life and have it abundantly. This is God's will for us, that we might have abundant, everlasting life in relationship with him. And this requires a cost and it requires obedience. A life following Jesus, a life of obedience, a life of sacrifice is worth it. The cost is very high, but so is the gain. The gain is abundant and full life, knowing the one who has created you, who loves you and who redeems you. This is a life where you are never alone, where you know forever that you are loved, where there is one who is always there for you, cheering you on, championing you. A life of obedience is not easy. But I hope that we can say with Paul, we regard everything as loss because of the value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. So today, this week, 
as we reflect on these powerful, challenging, inspiring words of scripture. May we be serious in counting the cost of our discipleship. Perhaps this is a nudge for each of us to reflect on how our walk with Jesus is going. Are we like the multitudes following, hoping that we might hear a good word from Jesus? Or are we really committed to the road of discipleship, which leads us to the cross? But it also leads us beyond the cross, to the resurrection, to abundant and eternal life. May we reflect on the cost this week. May we choose to be true followers rather than spectators. And with that, may the Lord reveal to each of us, perhaps for the first time or maybe in a new way, the joy and wonder of walking with Jesus. So I invite you to join with me in declaring our faith. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.
Almighty, true and sacred God, you are creator and present in all things. You are above all change. You live in unapproachable light and known to all those who seek you with hope and love. You are the God of all who hope in Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord Jesus, your words in Luke 14, 25 to 33 are challenging words. Counting the cost makes it real. Dying to self makes it real and makes it so hard. We'll count the cost, Lord, the cost of discipleship that commands we die to self daily, that we might be more fully devoted to you. But only if you will help us. It will require a huge amount of grace. But we want to honour you. We want to glorify your name. Help us put aside ego and selfish ambitions to follow you wherever you may lead. Help us to learn to deal and die to self, to see things through your eyes. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray for the persecuted church. The World Watch List is the charity Open Doors annual ranking of the 50 countries where Christians face the most extreme persecution. Of the 54 countries that participated in this year's Commonwealth Games, eight are on the World Watch List. Cameroon, Mozambique, Nigeria, Bangladesh, India, Malaysia, Maldives and Pakistan. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We are mindful of all of these countries, but Lord, we especially pray for Cameroon. Christians in a village in northern part of the country have been forced to move their church services elsewhere as the Boko Haram insurgency spills over from Nigeria. Locals sleep in the mountains for fear of overnight attacks and some have fled the area completely. Almighty Father, we pray for their peace and protection. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for Mozambique. Lord, we give thanks that both Christians and concerned people have helped provide aid to some 4,000 families who were driven out of their homes by Islamic extremists. We pray such help lifts them spiritually and gives them hope. Almighty God, please let hope spread further across the country. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for Nigeria. We pray for the parents and friends of Deborah, a second year student who was murdered for sharing a message on a WhatsApp group that praised Jesus for helping her pass her exams. We pray for God's strength and comfort as her parents mourn 
and pray that those responsible for Deborah's death will be held to account. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for Iraq. We thank you, God, for the courage of church leaders who've decided to serve in areas that have seen much bloodshed and hatred, but they are often overwhelmed by people's needs. Lord, please sustain them physically, emotionally and spiritually. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for Iran. Two Christian women have begun two-year prison sentences for involvement in church activities. Almighty God, please strengthen and sustain Fibo and Sarkini and pray that the Iranian justice system will be provoked to overturn the rulings. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving God, we pray together in seeking you. We commit ourselves to being people who stand in your divine light. Give our politicians and leaders the heart to seek truth, fairness and justice. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Lord Jesus, you stand with the poor and the downtrodden. We, your people, commit ourselves to do the same. In practical ways, let us help those who are vulnerable. Loving God, we pray for the ill, the bereaved, the disillusioned, the weary, the lost and those searching. In a moment of silence, let us bring to mind those who we love and are concerned about and bring to mind those we find difficult to love, remembering that God's love radiates and covers us all. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Dear Lord, Barbara Gleason, President of the Methodist Conference, once said, We are not people of fear. We are people of courage. We are not people who protect our own safety. We are people who protect our neighbour's safety. We are not people of greed. We are people of generosity. We are your people, God, giving and loving wherever we are, whatever it costs, for as long as it takes, wherever you call us. We pray for all this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's continue together in prayer. Almighty and everlasting God, you are always more ready to hear than we to pray and to give more than either we desire or deserve. Pour down upon us the abundance of your mercy, forgiving us those things of which our conscience is afraid and giving us those good things 
which we are not worthy to ask, but through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. It has been a joy to worship with you today. And I hope that you have heard the Lord speaking to you as we have worshipped, that you have encountered his presence and that you are feeling ready to go out and serve him this week. So, the blessing. The love of the Lord Jesus draw you to himself. The power of the Lord Jesus strengthen you in his service. The joy of the Lord Jesus fill your hearts and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and everyone you love and pray for now and forever. Amen.